0: The House passes the bill to avert shutdown, and the measure is going to go to Biden, who is expected to sign, which, let's be frank, he's just going to sign it. All right, but let's get right into the story. So Congress on Thursday approved a measure to fund the government into early December, staving off a shutdown that was set to occur after midnight. And again, this is not something that is, like, unique. This happens honestly, too often. So the votes in the House and Senate followed weeks of hand-wringing between the two parties after Democrats initially sought to move the measure along with another proposal to raise the country's debt ceiling. Senate Republicans blocked that effort and then basically having the country's ability to borrow unresolved just 18 days before the next major fiscal deadline. So the funding StopGap sustains federal agencies existing spending until December 3, at which point Congress must adopt another short-term fix called a continuing resolution or pass a dozen appropriations bills that fund federal agencies through the 2022 fiscal year. And the thing to really think about this, right, because again, this country has a spending problem. This is like someone who maxed their credit card and you're basically giving them a temporary like $1,000 credit card right and they're going to spend all of that and then you're going to have to give them another credit card with a thousand dollars on it and then you're gonna to have to do another credit card with another thousand dollars on it with like the credit limit in a sense and it's just so stupid right because it's just the way that the government handles money is atrocious so the new measure also includes billions of dollars to assist in responding to two recent deadly hurricanes that battered the Gulf Coast and eastern seaport, as well as other money to aid in resettling refugees arriving from Afghanistan. So Senators adopted the measure Thursday after Senate Majority Leader Charles E. Schumer brokered a deal with Republicans that allowed them to vote on a series of amendments, including one that seeks to block the federal government from spending money to carry out President Biden's pending vaccine requirements for medium and large-sized businesses. By the way, if you saw what was like snuck in, to the massive spending bill, right? The three point five trillion spending bill. Businesses are potentially going to be fined from like I think like two hundred and fifty thousand all the way up to like a qu- like three quarters of a million dollars if they don't mandate their employees. But also, it doesn't say anything about mandating COVID checks or mm-hmm. vaccine checks. For the customers, so it's just a really, really odd situation. So that amendment, in another targeting Afghan aid, requires 60 votes to pass and failed in a chamber where Democrats possess a tie-breaking majority. So House lawmakers followed suit later in the day, sparing what would have been a potentially destabilizing. Shut down during the coronavirus pandemic, and federal agencies in recent days had scrambled in preparation for the worst, seeking to safeguard critical public health programs from possible disruption. So, we hope this can be a strongly bipartisan bill because it keeps vital services running, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said. Thursday. Still unresolved is the fight over the debt ceiling, the statutory limit on U.S. borrowing, and the cap allows the government to rack up debt to pay its bills. So, Treasury Secretary Jeanette Yellen has told Congress that her agency will run out of flexibility to avoid missing payments after October 18th, at which point, Washington would face the unprecedented threat of default unless Congress acts. So, House Democrats on Wednesday adopted a measure to raise the debt ceiling, but Senate lawmakers have been stymied amid a par- partisan dispute. So, Republicans have refused to raise the debt ceiling in the narrowly divided chamber, arguing they should not have to foot the bill for Biden's broader economic agenda. That has angered Schumer and Democrats who stressed the debt ceiling covers past spending and point out their party agreed to raise the borrowing limit without issue even under former President Donald Trump. So Republicans led by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell have blocked multiple attempts to address the debt ceiling in recent days, arguing that Democrats should use a process known as reconciliation to address the issue. The move allows Democrats to adopt bills with a simple majority, but Schumer has argued it's time-consuming and risky, creating a stalemate in the chamber with significant economic implications As the Biden administration warns, inaction could plunge the country into a recession. But again, here's the thing, right? The problem with all these spending bills, right, is that you're basically kicking the can down the road, right? With every single one of these spending bills, right, with all these different government shutdowns, because the government shut down multiple times, in quotations, right, it just gets kicked down later on, right? Typically speaking, pretty much everyone is trying to kick the problem down to the next person because they don't want to be blamed for the effects of no longer raising the credit limit, right? It's like someone who like is basically getting to that point, they end up maxing their credit card, so instead of taking ownership, instead of taking accountability for the stupidity of maxing out your credit card, we're just going to increase the limit and continue to just make minimum payments and then keep spending more and more money, more money than we make, and then keep on kicking it down and keeping it down until, again, guess what? We're going to max out the credit card again, and then guess what we're going to do? we're going to raise the credit limit again continue to make the minimum payments again kick the can down the road again and it's going to be like a non-stop cycle until it gets to the point where every other nation and also the people of this nation view the US dollar as worthless and the problem is it's already starting to look that way because there's things like bitcoin there's other assets available to some people to where they would rather put their money into something else than the u.s dollar there's going to be a lot of issues if we continuously kick the can down the road right and for some reason nobody is really understanding this it's like hey guess what This cannot last forever, right? No matter what country it is, this cannot last forever because it's going to get to the point where the dollar, the currency of whatever country is going to be worth so little, the buying power is going to be so bad that the normal citizen will end up not being able to buy their own food, right? Regardless of how many dollars or how many units of currency they end up having of that country's currency. Like we've seen this in like the history of the world. For example, like Germany where they had like wheelbarrows of I believe francs, I believe. But basically the German's currency where they were basically wheelbarrowing all their currency to try to buy a loaf of bread which was worthless and it got so bad that the currency was even Like, the currency itself was worthless to the point where it was cheaper for them to burn currency for a fire than wood. Like, that's how crazy that actually is, right? And that's not impossible to happen to the United States as well. And this is the problem when you have too much debt. And you could use this as a personal example as well, right? This is why you personally need to get out of debt so that regardless of how like how the country screws up, right when it comes to their debt ceiling, you can still have more cash flow available to you. You have more freedom, more financial freedom to weather the storm and be able to still continue to buy your food, regardless of what happens. So if you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 inbox.com. Hey.